Hello there, welcome to another episode of Hail to the Chin, the companion podcast that goes alongside the Ashburst Evil Dead television show. Off the back of episode two, but episode one, El Jefe. See, I got it right. <laughs> uh, it was a great episode. Uh, quickly sum it up before we go into the next one. What did you guys think? Yeah, it was absolutely solid uh, return to form. Obviously, they hit every note that you'd expect from anything from the Evil Dead franchise. Yeah. It didn't disappoint in the slightest. Uh, the pacing was perfect, and it rounded out a solid 45 minutes of television. And not to alienate any listeners, but Sam said in one episode it was m- more fun than, was it five or six seasons of a certain other show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, The Walking Dead. No! I was really, really careful there not to say the name of the show. <laughs> oh, right, never mind. Uh, well, <laughs> anyway, episode It, it rhymes with Stalking Fred. Explain, obviously, you know that's that's just our, that's just Sam's opinion, and it's kind of my opinion as well. But Dean, obviously, you're a massive fan of the other franchise, but we're not, we don't talk about other franchises. <laughs> Fuck yourself. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> let's just... um, let's get on with episode two. Bait. Uh, I'm ready to go when you are, guys. Yeah, we've all got it uh, frozen on the Stars Originals presents. Um, three, two, one, go. Go. So if anyone is listening along to it, this is when you press play now as well on <laughs> video. It's very, um, like, I, I felt this episode felt rather Evil Dead 2 to me. Now, yeah. even the intro is pretty much Evil Dead 2, isn't it? We're just bringing yes. everybody up to speed of what's occurred. Yes. It's um, very reminiscent of a lot of the stuff from Evil Dead 2. Um, obviously, with a bit more continuity this time, because it's actually the the backstory matches the previous episode. <laughs> yeah, precisely, precisely. <laughs> but actually, I was going to actually ask you that. What, um, I could never get enough of that Ash diving at the chainsaw. Chainsaw. Fucking uh, it, it, even, even as a steel picture, I just want to mount it on my wall. It looks my, it, it's, it's oh, great. Yeah, yeah, I want yeah. that on a T-shirt. It's but, definitely um, something to take to Comic-Con and get signed, isn't it? With, with continuity, quickly, uh, do you think, I mean, I don't know, has anyone actually heard the, the canon of this? series do they discount army of darkness because obviously without the mechanical hand um do you think they there's and without obviously the footage because the um the rights issues and that do we just write off army of darkness from this or is it do you mean is it continuation of evil dead 2 or the s mark scene at end of army of darkness it's it's an odd one and i guess you can only really find that by asking the producers and stuff but it was was it sam that came to the conclusion that he believes Army of Darkness is obviously under different rights, and yes. it's all a case of whether the rights are there or not. Because I, I brought up, why the hell do we not? Are we not introduced to a metal, a metal like hand? But is it um, in like the flashback sequences, and you know, like in the last series, you had the projector and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they've all been Evil Dead too, haven't they? There isn't. Yes, there, practically, isn't... yeah. So it must be no, something there, to do. There, there has been Evil Dead one in there. Oh, is mm. it? Yeah, yeah there's, there's, it's majority, majority has been Evil Dead 2, but you are right, there are both still in there. All right. Yeah, never mind. But um, this this was making me laugh, this scene, when I watched it the first time around, because it's just like, no matter what, Ash is still a pillock. You know, he's just still an <laughs> idiot. You know, like, how many times has he been through, you know, the uh, basically like been at, at war with the Deadites and, and um, things like that, yet... Here, it's like, oh, light's flashing. I can hear noises. Oh, yeah, yeah. Must be nothing still, you know. <laughs> What's that? Oh, 
Is he not? Yeah. Is he not learned his lesson on yeah. what? Nothing. Four suspicious. or five occasions now. <laughs> oh, Lisa, I haven't learned a thing. Would you seriously be getting your your trailer ready and your car without your boomstick in your fucking yeah. gun holster? But then at the same time, if you think of Army of Darkness, there's the scene where he comes out of the pit with no shotgun on his back. So it's <laughs> it's never it's never like Ash is ever prepared at all. You know, he might he might have quick wits, but he's never prepared. I think, do we need to translate the word pillock for any international listeners on this yeah, one? Need, yeah. <laughs> a dumbass. It makes me wonder as well, when the camera focused on Kelly just leaving leaving the, um, the trailer park then, why did they really focus on the Mossy Haven? Like, yeah, I thought that. I was, I was, I, when I first saw it, I was like, is, really that, is, that, is that a nod back to something? Or, but, yeah, I racked my, my head, brain. I couldn't think of anything. I can't think of anything, no. It feels almost almost already with this episode. You can you can really see the directional differences between uh, Raimi and the current one. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it, 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 something Bassett. I think his second name was. But you can really you can really tell. I guess the the difference in caliber. It feels more of a TV show than it did say like a sort of a bit of a movie than the, than the first episode did. It feels uh, very TV show. I think we had this because we, um, me and Sam had this discussion when we were sort of like talking about uh, Supernatural, the same kind of thing, how um, sometimes you get two kinds of pilots. You get the pilot that is really, really low budget and the second episode stands out like a mile once Mm, it's been mm. greenlit and it's got the budget or it's the other way around where they pump a cinematic style budget into um, into like a feature length pilot and then it's business as usual because, you know, the, the budget becomes consistent throughout. Yes, the fact that they had Raimi on board as well, you know, they probably pumped a little bit more money into the pilot just to kick it off with a bang. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, it's like, um, as you said, quickly with Supernatural, the first ser- the first episode, the pilot was in, you know, sixteen by nine and, you know, look, high definition. Then the second episode was just the TV episode. Yeah. 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 But, yeah it still looks great. This. But... Yeah. Uh, this scene just... is absolutely fantastic. I love this. <laughs> it feels so. Evil Dead 2, but TV show-esque, you know, you, it, mm. oh, I don't know how else I can explain it. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's just over the top in the best yeah. way possible. And obviously, cause this has got a really rocking soundtrack. We didn't really mention the actual soundtrack, obviously last episode mm. and that, but I, I obviously being a supernatural fan as well, you know, I really like the fact that it's got a really heavy rock soundtrack Yeah, to make it, it just uh, like this adrenaline fueled kind of, road kind of movie as well you know it, it, it fits it fits it's mate i'll tell you what i'm loving pablo as a side character harry's just had his obviously had his head smashed on the dashboard and he's still sitting again you told me i'd know what to do but now i don't, don't know what to do oh this list is just fucking this is just evil dead isn't it yeah yeah, yeah it's so it's oh fucking <laughs> this is this is south park level of blood like, you know, remember that couple of seasons of South Park where they just went big over the top. Everything yeah. had twice, three times as much blood as it needed to. It's, it's like, like Evil Dead where he just gets, yeah, Evil Dead 2 when he just gets like the fucking oh, hose down. He gets dragged the blood, into the um, cellar and all the blood everywhere. But I think we were just all focusing then on that, um, don't, uh, what was it, don't lose your head quote and then just, yeah. <laughs> mm. Just brilliant. I know, was it? Did you say that, or did you say thanks for the heads up? Oh, that's it. Sorry, thanks for the heads up. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, love, I like how, like, just freaked out Pablo looks. <laughs> <laughs> just... But he has, it hasn't he? Honest... He's actually, he's walked straight into the Evil Dead franchise and, I, and is basically now a mainstay. Yeah. Do you mean? Oh. It's like within one episode, you're like, what, this is, this is the guy. Yeah, he's, he's nailed it. He's did nailed. you ever play Evil Dead Regeneration? The game? Yeah, was that where with... Ted Raimi did the little yeah. side? Yeah. That's yeah. it, yeah. Half uh, dead eye, half human, wasn't he? But although, you know... Oh, that was just Ted Raimi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But although it was just, that, you know, it's a game and that, it just seemed that Ash having a sidekick worked well. Yeah, yeah it did. It really just did. just bullshit back and forth with, and it seems to work really well on this as well. He, he almost feels like uh, an even younger Ash from, say, if you could... If you could look at the army of, if you could take Army of Darkness and Evil Dead Two Ash, blend them together, but like knock knock thirty years back off of them, it, it, that's to me exactly how I think Ash, young Ash, would react to uh, obviously this era Ash if they somehow met. You know? Do you know what? this? Sorry to interrupt you. That's just right. quickly, this scene reminds me a lot of um, Drag Me to Hell with the yeah. finger, mm-hmm. and it's funny saying that because. Not only that, but her in the previous episode when she went to back to the crime scene, that reminded me of Drag Me Tell. Not only the scene, but because she had the car from Drag Me Yeah, the car, Tell. yeah. So yeah. many little nods already in and this like, episode. Yeah, and the, and the business card, like the bookshop, it reminds me a bit of the um, the guy in Drag Me mm. Tell. Um, you know, what's his name? He's like the, the tarot card reader, sort of. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I do know who you're on about. He's the uh, the Indian chap. Yeah, yeah. I watched yeah. I watched it the other day. I can't remember his bloody name. <laughs> See, I, I love this as well though because something always looks great about when they use like sets. Mm. It's something just I don't know. It has there's a different atmosphere with the lighting. Mm. Yeah. And it, it feels very. Um, I mean, even like sort of even just every, every shot in this really with the lights. It feels. Really, sort of like reminiscent of like something you'd see from um, either like Twilight Zone, the movie, or something. It has that yeah, like real eighties right. kind of feel to it. It's a bit like the um, the windmill that really creep. They love like a really creepy sort of like like the clock, the windmill, just that something that's natural. Something that's an indication, yeah, like yeah. a peripheral that's an indicator in the movie of something. Yeah, it's not doing anything creepy because it just it a windmill does just spin and a clock mm. does tick, but then it stops and that's. When something that's and normally goes, goes off yeah a bit. yeah, but um yeah I was actually I was just going to say because what was, uh, I can't remember the conversation was I was just going <laughs> to say go, going back it's really funny when you go back to watch Evil Dead One and um sort of Ash is speaking and half the time it sounds like his balls haven't even dropped <laughs> but then then by now Bruce Campbell was like got the smoothest deep voice <laughs> yeah going it's still it I don't I know it's I don't, I don't know how to explain the feeling, but I don't know whether anyone else gets the feeling. It's so, it's just, a, it, 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 I don't know what it is. I can't even explain it, but it's so cool that that is still the original car that has gone through all of the movies, every single movie. It's it's just mind-blowing. Did you see the, um... oh, this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the needless American flag in the background, like yeah. Spider-Man 3 style. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> What's it she says that um, cracked me up? The state of them. <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> Pablo kills it. I love him. <laughs> I 
<laughs> I love just how he casually throws his chainsaw. Yeah. I just, you know, just uh, me and my cat with my uh, chainsaw uh, oh. arm. Yeah, <laughs> so, <crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so how do you make an excuse for that? Do you mean that? How do you... I was expecting fancy dress party or something, you know. I do like how how stubborn still and on like in focus Ash still is. Like he's got no sort of what's the word? All right, we know what he's been through, but he still just doesn't give a shit. He's just like I'm in yeah. these people's home, like that's still like a dead eye, and he's just so sarcastic and ignorant. It's so cool. He's just he's just so cocksure and full of himself, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's right though, surprisingly yep. most of the time. And um, another little nod that I don't know if anybody's noticed is the flyer that keeps yeah. hovering around the mother is clearly something straight from um, uh, Drag Me to Hell as well because yeah. flyers were prominent whenever that spirit was around. Mm. Maybe that's something Sam Raimi wanted to add into like the, ori- the original Evil Dead, but never, obviously never had the effects. And yeah, maybe so. Stuff like that, you know. There's no way. But then, without obviously CGI or a very well-trained flyer, I was just about to say, I don't think we get fly trainers in the seventies. Actually, actually, what was what was the film where they actually they put a bee they um they put a bee in the fridge and then took it out because when you put a bee in the fridge, it goes to sleep, but hibernates. Yeah, yeah. And then they tied a bit of fishing wire around its leg, and they were able to control its flight path with that wire. The Isn't it funny as well that the um the ID uh, sketching that they used looks so much like the uh, character Ash in the uh, first ever Evil Dead PC video game? Literally looks exactly the same. Yeah, the chin's too small though. <laughs> it should be like Four a character. massive. She's not like just caricature, like a giant yes. chin. Just not what they should have chin. <laughs> yeah, they should have just turned massive. it upside down. I'm looking forward to her character picking up speed as well, as she's sort of she's just sort of dwindling along at the moment, trying to make sense of exactly what is going on. Yeah, at the I'm moment she's forward. like two steps behind everything, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, nope, yeah. the, the uh, windmill esque. What did you prefer, actually? Do you, I mean, with the designs of the book, because there's like there were th- like three designs really, isn't yeah, there? yeah. It's like, the first book in the first, obviously in the first film, um, gets put on the fire. Then you've got obviously the Evil Dead Two book, which is pretty much the one that we know today. I, and then you've yeah. got the new book without the face from the remake. Yeah, yeah. I think I prefer the second one because the Evil Dead, the, the first one looked cheap. Well, it looked suspect. <laughs> it looked, it did look cheap. It looked like it was ready to fall apart. Where. In my opinion, the book they're using here in the Evil Dead 2 book, they look like they're a legitimate sort of made book that should not be touched. You know, it's not just a raggedy, whacked together piece of shit. It looks like it is something and belongs somewhere, you know? <laughs> I mean, the first book it did, it looked, it, it looked really, really sort of like um, handmade. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Less like a proper, more like something where you've just grabbed a notebook. Yeah, it looks and like an occult of some. Yeah, an occult of some sort have like written a book, you know. Whereas, like you said, it isn't something that's just been put together. 
See, watching it back a second time, you can sort of see this is probably where Ash is fitting two and two together because of the fly. He probably noticed the fly, and then when the door opens and um, mm. and he get um, Pablo, yeah, yeah, <laughs> goes to close. You see Ash sort of like look towards the house, like very suspect. Yeah, he's, he, this is again just why we all love Ash. He's like Steve has said as well. He's he's a cock. He really is a cock. He's a dick. But he's so self-arrogant. But he's fucking correct all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the guy that you want to hate, but you'll sit there and just be like, fuck's sake, I wish he wasn't just so correct all the time. Mm. Well, that's the thing, though. He's, you know, he's on a mission. He's got shit to do. He hasn't got time to say his P's and Q's. Yeah. Like, to, to mind his P's and Q's, he's got evil to, evil to kill. You know? Yeah. Just I that like simple. Con- yeah, I like the continuity as well with the set. You're looking around. You can see the blood through the window. Where yeah. the axe took the hand apart, you can see the sh- the, the, um, the spray, the gun the hole. Yeah, you can see the gun hole through the oh the head hole even through the um, the cupboard. You know, I, I quite like it. I'm, I'm glad they're keeping continuity still for once because you could easily just forget something and the audience would excuse it because they'd go, ah, it's Sam Raimi. It's yeah. funny because he did that. Ash pacing up and down like <laughs> well look, look, we're just inspecting absolutely everything. I mean, but this dinner scene, is, again, is straight out of Drag Me to Hell. Mm. Mm. Oh, of course, yeah, where she goes and visits the boyfriend's mother. And she makes yeah. the cake, doesn't she, with the yeah. eyeball in. That's such, such... You could just see the fake blood as well, can't you? <laughs> that, that's why, as you were saying last, um, last episode, that's why we, oh, I think all of us agree that Drag Me to Hell is in the Evil Dead universe. Yes, yeah, it's part of the universe. You know, I love, I love the cowardice of the uh, cowardness, sorry, of the dad as well. <laughs> yes, it's pretty good. <laughs> the, the, the lightning. Yeah. <laughs> And you can hear the like weird noises. I mean, obviously the the angles. I don't think they don't come as sort of like um, frequently mm. in this one, but it still has the essence of a Sam Raimi sort of directed. Yeah, like the angle shot on Ash when he's looking obviously sort of bemused at something in the faded background, and it as you you look closely and it, <laughs> sorry the little winking at Pablo like. Mm. And just the the, the 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 angle just slightly tilting and stuff. It's it's kind of Raimi esque, but at the same time, you can see it's not Raimi himself. And the very close focus, <laughs> you know, the really face to face talking. Yeah. <laughs> Seen about you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> But that, it leaves that suspense, though, because you are just like, oh, my God, he's being such a prick. And you know he's going to do something. And then it's like, what if he's wrong? Yeah. yeah. You kind of want him to be wrong, don't you? You kind of do, yeah. Because you know it's going to come out with some awkward one-liner or it, well, it's just Ash is just going to act like Ash. Oh, another fly. Fire. Yep. I wonder how many people do, in fact, notice that that, that has to be something from Drag Me to Hell. I, <laughs> never, I never noticed it the first time I'm watching it. <laughs> It's only now watching it that I oh, noticed. I, I noticed it immediately. Mm. That punch, though, what a, what a right hook. Or is it a left hook? Oh, it was a left hook, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. 
Well, you could have hit her with his stump. Mm-hmm. The Deadites just look so good, don't they? I think this is one of the best ones, actually, so far. Yeah. Like, she looks like she's been dead for, like, months. That body looks awful. It doesn't look <laughs> newly possessed, does it? No, that's the, it was, um, oh. what was it? So basically we're talking about being like drowned for like, you know, she drowned like, oh, that's ta-da. That's, that's, a, <laughs> fuck, yeah, ta-da. that's a killer scene though, isn't it? And it still, it emphasizes just how stars have given, given the whole team behind Ash vs. Evil Dead, like the reins of the show. Do what you want, you know, make it as gory as hell. It's tangled, bitch. <laughs> I love this gun cam. That is good. That is a good shot. I do like that. Especially when he reloads. Yeah. You would have thought by now it would have come up some sort of quicker way to reload his shotgun. You know, was anybody expecting an Army of Darkness-esque sort of, we're just going to throw a reload sound in the background. We're not going to show him reloading all the awkwardness. <laughs> yeah. That scene I as well. It. Warm. Chainsaw with the fucking table was beautifully, beautifully executed. Actually, so the thing about um, sort of like big kitchen knife and dagger, whatever actually happened to the Kandarian dagger? Because like the last what was it the last thing we saw of it is in Evil Dead Two. It's in the back of Annie, isn't it? After the hand yeah. stabs her in the back, and then that's pretty much it. Fades out really. I mean, I know it, it's they, you've got the book, so you know keeping track and having to needlessly write in two art- artifacts could be a bit of a pain. But it'd just be interesting to see that come up again at some point. Very big nod here as well to both the first two movies i don't know if anybody picked up we all know the song that kelly's mother's singing we all know how she is yeah does anyone notice the music in the background listen closely when the music kicks in not just yet wait for it Obviously, it's a scene. It's Linda, uh, Linda, obviously from Evil Dead One. The scene. Listen to. Do you know the violin music? Yes. Yeah. It's the exact scene where Ash is hitting her in the doorway, and he says, "Why are you torturing me like this? Why?" And then the music kicks in of her running up to him and hugging him. It's the exact same music, or at least a recomposition. Same with uh, the remake, isn't it? Where she's in the um, yeah, in the cellar. Oh yes, of course, yeah. And that, that, that's the great thing it's having all that all those elements yeah put in for fans mm. <laughs> <laughs> another thing that i was meant to mention during the um the first scene down in the dining room i love the sound that they use of the murmuring chainsaws still in the background it's so nice it's so good <laughs> the ridiculously corny campy screaming I agree with you as well Steve this is so far the best Deadite yeah I think it it kind of seems like if they had a budget or like some of the um, the ability to do the makeup now that's more kind of what Shelley might have looked like in the first sure, film yeah. yeah it's also the fact that it's Mimi Rogers as well you know it's uh... <laughs> If you're going to do up a, a Deadite good, might as yeah. well be. 
<laughs> it's almost, if you look at it, it's almost like an opening episode for Pablo, isn't it? In a way, mm. because we've, we're all sitting here already. We're all just like, Pablo's nailed it. He's a great companion character. And there's, there's a lot of focus on him doing things and finding himself in the situation that he's in right now. Ash being Ash as he usually is. But I seems... love this bit. This is like, um, again, like when it was, it, I think it's Shelley pulls through the dagger. Yeah. She gets stabbed, doesn't she? And then she pulls it through her. Mm. Can you imagine if she licked the knife? Everyone would, like Steve mentioned him, where's the Kandarian dagger? It would have been almost, I thought that would have been a great nod if they just added in it for her to lick. Oh! I just love the amount of blood that's flying mm, away. That. I was expecting Ash to go down through the head. I was expecting that, but what is to follow is I think is just ten times better. Like the, the execution is just brutal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> it really is <laughs> brutal, isn't it? Oh. I think I know there's there is again obviously there is CGI but there's also so much like you know high was it high fructose corn syrup yeah there's red. so much <laughs> corn syrup you know none of the cast really they they get they are getting the Bruce Campbell treatment in this they've yeah. signed up for an Evil Dead and they're gonna get they're gonna get splatted the Raimi torture. I love that Ash always makes crosses. He just, you know, he's always, he's always got, you know, just... Lucky he knows how su- to make a fucking a cross, you know. <laughs> he's always got a supply of string and stuff and sort of some good sturdy <laughs> sticks. Just knock up a quick cross. He's got a chainsaw yeah. for an arm so he can yeah. get the sticks. <laughs> it's just so funny how he sort of like just seems to pull them out of nowhere half the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the quotes it makes like no it. sense it, it's just it's just ash philosophizing so sort of like trying to make himself sound sort of like really super intelligent yeah, yeah you know and make himself sound more important than he is like he is the biggest thing in the world it's, yeah it's like he does something and then tries to he realizes oh i did this and thanks to me we're safe it's like he tries to justify that with a, a quote thinking he's going to be awesome but then he just screws it up and he's just like yeah i still look like a dick You were saying um, again last episode. So, so obviously Bruce Campbell just still looks the part. He's just still mm. such a cool dude. Yeah. And I was. Um, He's always uh, been Ash, though, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. He has. And then, but um, I was looking. What did I see? I came. What did I watched the other day. I came across like some like Tremors four or something. Trem- right. Tremors four or five. And Jamie Kennedy's in it. Mm-hmm. And he he looks like a dead eye. What, you know in I mean? real life, in real life, he looks absolutely <laughs> awful. Like Bruce Campbell, how like you know, just cool and smooth. You know, he still is. And then Jamie Kennedy, obviously, you know, Randy from Scream, just yeah. looks like shit. <laughs> just to throw that in there, just, <laughs> it's yeah. just something, it's just something you said last episode. You know, when you were sort of like man crushing on Bruce Campbell, and a, and a really, a really good use of the windmill again. Just, just to let you know, we're just one step behind you again, Ash. <clears throat> Looks from beyond. 
the soundtrack is so impressive so far mm. too, isn't it? It's really it's... sort of stonery ACDC rock, like psychedelic. Yeah, it's got that real Generation X to it, hasn't it? It's got a really. It's hard to pinpoint. It's something that I would expect Tarantino to use in movies. You know, well, that's yeah. like the yeah. the credit, the closing credits, and that. You know, they're just very. I say very Tarantino-y. Mm. But even though it's a, it's a Raimi trait as well, because yeah, I mean, go uh, going back to Drag Me to Hell again. You know, it had um, they put the old um, the old Universal logo on the uh, on the start of it and things mm. like that, didn't they? And the credits were very retro as well. Well, so. it was it, it was very um, they done it with Drag Me to Hell. Like, uh, how can I? How can I? Like, right at the end of Drag Me to Hell, like. And also right at the beginning and end of um, the Evil Dead reboot was the really prominent logo, like the sort of it kind of it kind of ties in with the um, the uh, end of this episode. But what, what do you it, mean when like when it starts up and it's just a, it's like it's just an instant the, the end of the opening scene is just like, da, da, yeah, like yeah yeah yeah. I mean even um, like a film which was owed a lot to. The Evil Dead films was um, Cabin in the Woods, and they done it as well, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they done it too. Yeah, it all goes back to that sort of like vintage horror and sort of like Grindhouse inspiration. Yeah, yeah, that's stuff, what was, you know? that's what I was kind of getting to with the soundtrack. It's really they, it's sort of that style ties in with each other, like the really bam, like uh, this is where we are. This is the film now, and it, it's still just the cheesy little, like you just said, psychedelic music to it. All sort of intertwines so well, and again. That intro uh, of the Evil Dead reboot, and as well as using it in Drag Me to Hell, is again another representation as why we can include Drag Me to Hell in the same universe of well, this yeah. Evil Dead. There's nothing in the film to say it couldn't be, you know. It's no. demonic possession and things like that. It's you know the when they do the um, it's, it's not the exorcism, it's, it's like the séance scene. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, and, yeah, that, yeah, and um, and the demon comes through and things like that. They the go. The yeah, it looks but, exactly like the deer. Yeah, and you know the when um, who's the guy who gets possessed and he's like dancing around? Yeah, that's brilliant. I love that. It's, it's, he basically looks like a deadite. You know, it's, it's completely out of and how he's hanging in the air, and it's exactly the scene where the deadites are talking in Evil Dead Two, where they're like one by one, we will take you, and you know that are hanging in the air. It just look, it's just just literally copy paste, mm. but the, done properly. The handkerchief is the hand. And that, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, how does everyone feel with the second episode? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it felt, it's great. It's, it's, it, it, it's everything you want, really, isn't it? Yeah, it wasn't as long as, like Sam had pointed out, it wasn't as long no. as, obviously, the opening episode. But that always happens with most TV shows. But it still didn't let off. It felt, it still felt Evil Dead. You know, it's like they were paying homage to the past in, 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 perfect, in perfect ways, in my opinion. Yeah, they've, they've gone for a sort of like solid half hour sort of time slot. Of just splat stick entertainment, yeah. you know. Yeah. Whereas, you know, not, don't, you don't need for you don't need forty five minutes of it dragged out. It doesn't need to be sort of like. Um, well, it's a, a ninety minute film, and now they've got you know a ten episode series. So it's not like yeah. they've got to drag it out. You know, they've got mm. more than enough time. It felt to me, really, to sum up my opinion on the episode, it felt very much like it was um, it was quite a. Uh, an episode that was really gelling Pablo into the position as to what he is. And I thought that was 
quite prominent with how we were feeling about Pablo through the episode as he was just finding his feet uh, and becoming Ash's companion. Because obviously at first, Ash is just like, right, I'll catch you on the flip-flop. See you later. I'm not interested in you helping. Whereas even now, now Ash realises he needs, he's got people that are intertwined in this mission in getting rid of and dispelling the evil for good. Pablo knows he's in a position and he's probably as in a sort of, uh, what, in a road to nowhere kind of life. And now he finds something that he's probably been, been, been sort of, he's found something that he's now a part of, you know, mm. he's, he's working in the, uh, in the value stop going nowhere, the same place as to where Ash is. And now they've sort of found feet with each other. You know, I thought it was a very strong episode in introducing Pablo as a companion for Ash. Yeah. I think uh, the next episode is uh, it's entitled um, Books from Beyond and um, obviously we see the Amanda character mm. going mm. in there at the end so I think that's going to be her episode you know what's the um, what's the betting that it's going to be you know, what's the betting that maybe we might even see an actor from uh, Drag Me to Hell seeing as they're going to be approaching someone that's de- that deals with books in the occult and then obviously we had the medium that was the person that could was trying to dispel of the the girl's possession. The in, yeah. Mm. What's the betting? There might be a huge nod to drag me to hell in when it comes to that, or even some fucking characters. Oh, I'd love it. I I'd fucking yeah. love it, mate. I fucking love it. Right. Anyway, I guess well, we'll wrap this episode up unless anybody else has got something quick to add to the uh, last episode. Uh, no, no. You know, we sort of um, we're up and running now. So yeah, Steve. The series is up and running. Yep. Series up running, really enjoying it. It's it is pretty much everything I expected, mm-hmm. everything I wanted. The only way it could be even better is to have a quick uh, Dark Man crossover. <laughs> cool, yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah, <laughs> Spider Man swings past. Yeah. So yeah, um, books... Toad for Grace just pops up and pops down. <laughs> books from Beyond's the third episode to come, airing the fourteenth of November. It's oh. it's not letting up, is it? It's not letting up. It's still balls to the wall. Can you imagine if they got actually they somehow got Toe for Grace to be a deadite? Mm. <laughs> that would be absolutely awesome. <laughs> you I think, could, um, sorry, go Sam, would you no, just go ahead. Say, no, go on, Well, I was just about to plug our social medias, but go on. No, I, I was sort of saying I was going to do a similar thing, but I said um, in the what we're going to do. Not only we're going to do a series sort of here and there, we're going to have sort of some special things we're working on, which I don't want to drop until they're 100% confirmed but um, we're also going to do commentaries for the original trilogy and mm-hmm. drag me to hell and just drop them in here and there here and there and we've got we're going to be working on some other stuff for our YouTube channel which not only going to have these commentaries on and that we're going to do some like cool cool little videos we're going to do some you know we're going to hey, do Bruce some things the for the comics from... yeah, yeah the comics uh, collectibles I know Steve's got a fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark sort of style, <laughs> you know, warehouse just full of Evil Dead VHS tapes. Absolutely. Um, uh, I don't think we're, we're able to get a short list uh, address for our YouTube channel at the moment, but you can go to at Hail to the Chin on Twitter. And why I express that two is the number two. So that's Hail to the Chin. You can go there to keep up to speed with like episodes dropping, but you can also find a YouTube link on the uh, Twitter page as well to our channel, but yeah, expect um expect a lot more to come from the channel and a lot more to come from us. As okay, we're doing a companion podcast uh, with Hail to the Chin, but also like Sam has expressed, we're gonna we're gonna open up to more channels in the Evil Dead universe. Yeah, yeah, this is this is gonna be a companion 
podcast slash um, series, but also, you know, it's going to basically be a companion slash series for the whole universe, you know, yeah. comics, video yeah. games, ha- Drag Me to Hell. And, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And any questions, just, you know, drop them to us on Twitter. Yeah, thanks for joining us, though, anyway, guys. Uh, as we said, next episode, Books from Beyond, 14th of November. Looking forward to it. Uh, if, you, if you've if you got this far, thanks for joining us, guys, and we hope you're enjoying it. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Peace uh, out. Groovy. Groovy.